Aquaman. I'm supposed to do the intro. It's weird. Like, there's just this, this void. There's silence. And then I speak words. And it comes into being. And that is profoundly strange to me. What the fuck? <laughs> so, in surface of banishing the void of silence, uh, we watched another movie been doing that a lot suddenly again recently after not since the summer um, <laughs> <It's> a long break <laughs> yep but we're back to it for our second movie review in two days uh we wanted to tell you about it it's aquaman this time um so as usual uh we'll be following our typical format where we'll do good we're bad, both and ugly. really tired by the way yep last night or this morning we recorded our <laughs> new year's episode which for some reason, we decided the tradition would be to do at four in the morning. Yep. So we're both really tired. So we apologize for the low low energy. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do good, bad, the ugly. We're gonna do non spoilers. We're definitely not gonna remember to put a time code in the description or anything. But yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll make it clear for like a solid thirty seconds before we jump into the spoilers. Yep. Um, and then we'll repeat the process with the spoilers. Yep. Um. So yeah. <sighs> so, Aquaman. What'd you think? Man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I really don't know what else to say other than just kind of like, it's like a shrug and just, all right. Okay. It happened. All right. That is like the exact opposite reaction to me on several levels. Really? I was like, this happened. This movie is nuts. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. A little of both. All right. Um, I think th I think <laughs> mine, like, my, it being good or it being bad, like, they don't exist in their own worlds. It's not a, here we go, it's not a two-dimensional thing where you can have a scale of one and a scale of another. Uh -huh. It's, they are one end of one spectrum. Okay. So if there's enough of both, it's just, like, right in the middle. Okay. So I guess that's kind of how we view movies differently. Where like you see like the good, and it's like that was really good, and you see the bad, and it's like that was really bad, and like yep. can, they can coexist. For me, it cannot coexist. They cancel each other out. So there is just one opinion. Okay. <laughs> and this one's just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really coherently pulled my thoughts together yet. But, all right. Well, let's start with let's start with what was but, good then. But. But. Uh oh. Let me say my. my I, had, okay. I had a whole thing. Oh, okay. I was gonna okay. say. So yesterday I watched Into the Spider-Verse and Roma, which when the dust settles are probably going to end up in my top three favorite movies of the year. And I was a little worried that having seen both of those yesterday, plus some really quality episodes of Game of Thrones, I was going to come into this and like there was no way it was going to live up to that. And I was just going to be unsatisfied no matter what. But I did not feel let down or disappointed. So Really? Yeah. Guys, I'm not going to put it on the same level as Spider-Verse oh, Roma. Oh god, no. Oh god, no. Good episodes of Game of Thrones. But I think this is crazy that you are actually speaking more highly of a DC movie than I am yep. in this situation. Um I think for me a lot of my opinion stems from what they did with the character in the world. Okay. And it's a little it, it's there's a lot of ugly. Okay. And we'll get into it, but I think that kind of like 
it was enough. It, man. So we try to we try to avoid in the ugly session section to, uh, we try to avoid talking about, like what the storyline was specifically because typically these movies are their own new story. Right. However, it's the world that thing that things changed, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was like, with my knowledge, I got confused. Okay. So like things would happen, I'd be like, that doesn't make sense. Oh wait, no, they did explain earlier that that this is that thing. Okay. Um also just given the fact that Aquaman's Aquaman's history is just confusing as <laughs> shit anyway. Yeah. There was an entire n- another thing that I forgot to mention on our Aquaman episode mm-hmm. that confused me a little bit during this that I remembered while reading through some stuff on the way here. And okay. I'll talk about that in the ugly. Uh in ah, that'd be a non spoiler ugly. Okay. So when we get to that, I will mention that. Alright. So Matt, what did you think was good? I thought quite a lot of things were good. Um the visuals were yes. mostly spectacular. Oh, absolutely. This is like an unprecedented visual movie. It like I have never seen such a rainbow of like yeah. just eye-consuming scenery. This is everything you wanted Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok to be in terms of just colors smashed together and CGI jizzed all over the screen. I think what made this one so beautiful is that it was all, like, nature beauty. Like, things with Guardians of the Galaxy, you get, like, super colors when all of the Ravenger ships just do different colors of fireworks, and it just fucks you in the nose with colors. Right. (laughs) What's that? What? That's a that's a this an analogy. One, this one, like, it's so believable. That's what the under like under yeah. the bottom of the ocean looks like. That it's just this insane diverse colors of uh, bioluminescent animals and bioluminescent mm-hmm. plants and things that just emit this radiant color scheme throughout the entire ocean. Yeah, and it's just phenomenal. Yeah, like if I could take a screenshot of like every single frame that happens underwater that would be something that you would make your your computer screen yeah. background it's just it's it astounding was yeah um i was very worried going into this that a lot of the underwater stuff was going to be unbelievable especially considering the little atlantis cameo we got in justice league mm. which was kind of a mess <laughs> uh, no but they handled the like talking and moving underwater felt really natural yeah. for the most part i i didn't like that they made the voices underwater echoey it sounded like kind of like a toned down version of actually talking underwater so it did it definitely did but like the like i feel like the echo wouldn't happen as much as it did yeah i i don't know i'm not i'm not the acousticist but yeah um but no definitely like the visuals the how just the general how they handled the existence of underwater yeah was very well done and i think that is just indicative of how much effort they put in yeah into actually making that work for someone who didn't really know much about like the the aquaman version of atlantis and the undersea world and who didn't have enough of a stake to give it a pass if it didn't work this was very impressive and very convincing for Mm -hmm. me um Uh, with in the comics they they don't often give you the wide kind of uh tracking establishing shots like you get in this yeah it's because they don't move actually 
they're they're all listen still. fucker <laughs> <laughs> uh they don't i mean there was a lot of stuff that changed like the scale of like the kingdoms and stuff mm-hmm. was kind of pumped up a little bit mm-hmm. um but they don't they typically stick to wherever your people are mm-hmm. um so you get room by room establishment of atlantis as opposed right. to this giant kind of this giant gateway into mm-hmm. Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it looked like it looked like stuff right out of what the Star Wars prequels should have been. Yeah. That's that's the best analogy I can come up with. Yep. Um, um How was the acting? Mostly quite good, I thought. Um I there, I like Jason Momoa. Yeah. They're Jason Momoa killed it. Yes. Uh for like the way that they characterize this Aquaman just like being being Jason Momoa surrounded by people who speak in like Arthurian yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. And then like even like the joke where he was like, uh, bogey's on our six and I was like, What does that mean? He's like, Bad guys behind <laughs> us. Just, like, say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh it it just his like his kind of like down to earth talking in that atmosphere mm-hmm. uh really killed it. Yeah. Uh However, there were some kind of lazy moments that I felt like uh, Amber Heard and uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren, I mm-hmm. felt, kind of phoned it in a little bit. They weren't given a ton to work with yeah. in places. It was a lot of, like, I need to do exposition dialogue here yeah. because I'm sort of the driving mechanism of this plot. Yeah. Um, so I think their performances were as good as they were going to be. Yeah. Um, uh, music? I wasn't done with the acting. Oh, yet. sorry. Keep going. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, Tamir Morrison was really good with uh, his little role. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Django Fett. Django Fett's back. Uh, Django his Fett. his accent slipped through a couple times. It did. I definitely heard like, it. Like hardcore. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> um, but no, mostly it was good, and it's a it was a, just a really good performance. I was invested in his character with just like the beginning. They had de aging. Yeah, yeah, they I did. Like, I, it, like, and it's one of those things kind of like what they did with R- Kurt Russell where they don't show you the old version first. Right. They show you the young version. You're like, oh, yeah, that's what, like, I recognize. And then they right. show him, like, now, and you're like, oh, God, he aged. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty seamless. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I – didn't, there was nothing that tipped me off. Like, yeah. Like, you know, with Peter Cushing, like, you look at it and you're just like, mm. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a slightly different situation. That's, but, yeah, just recreating the character. Right. Um, um what uh, else is there? let's see um i liked uh yaya abdul mateen the second as black manta yes uh, uh he i'll talk about it later okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, i thought it was a, a very good performance and did what they were going for there are some weak moments because they gave him a lot of just like I'm a monologue villain yeah. type stuff yeah. to do, but when they actually let him act a little bit, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of villains, uh, Patrick Wilson was kind of, I was worried he was going to be the weak link going into this mm-hmm. because I can only see him as Night Owl. And so I was imagining to like, how can this guy be this impressive undersea mm. fantasy sci-fi type king if I'm just imagining him with ED and a bit of a paunch? Yeah. And no, he killed it for me. Mm-hmm. He's, um, again, it's like a little bit, I'm going to give you stilted Arthurian type dialogue and lots yeah. of monologue typical villain stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. For I, what he had, he definitely did well. Yeah. He, 
Dude can emote with his eyes. Huh? Dude can emote with his eyes. There was a lot of just like there was a long staring moment between him and Mara that I wasn't I did not get anything from that yeah that was just a bad moment <laughs> I think it if was we're like of the same one look we're gonna express emotions and I I think maybe it was just an off day for both of them and I got nothing from that like fifteen second <laughs> I think it, I think it was just a badly constructed scene yeah um who else was in this oh Willem Dafoe was in this yeah he did good. He kind of just Willem Dafoe'd it, and yeah. he's a good actor, so. Yeah. Volko is a very interesting character to, or, uh, I wouldn't say well, he's interesting, but he's a, it's a difficult character to do because he's a, good, what, what's the word I'm trying, he's, he's like almost like a, I guess, an evil mastermind, but he's not evil. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's. It's pretty hard to be almost manipulative when you're not evil. Uh-huh. When your like character is actually a good character. Mm-hmm. So I think that that suffered a little bit with that. It's just like trying to be manipulative and secretive and stuff for the good guy. Yep. It's just hard to be like uh, like it's almost hard to justify yeah. what you're doing. I love that the best example of that in pop culture is actually secretly a Merling. <laughs> yeah. um let's see Uh, you you brought up music before i got done with acting yeah i liked it um it wasn't spectacular there were a lot of moments where i was like yeah this is good and no moments where i was like no this is bad yeah um it was it was rupert gregson williams again who did wonder woman if i'm not mistaken maybe pretty sure um because i remember that being a gregson williams and i'm pretty sure it wasn't harry okay so yeah he's he's good apparently dc likes him enough to keep bringing him back for stuff yeah uh the long shots were actually pretty cool yeah uh they almost started hang on sorry (coughs) got something in my throat Mm -hmm. um they kicked it off almost immediately with a long fight, a long cut fight. Yeah. Which was actually really well done. And it, it's like, this is a background exposition dump. We don't need a pretty fight scene, but hey, I'll they, take it. Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty long cut. Like for being a fight scene, mm-hmm. it's, I think it was longer than Battle of the Bastards. It like, they Might definitely had more effects. Oh because yeah. No. There, there was no way that yeah. she was doing all those flips and things and stuff. Right. But they cut it together seamlessly yeah like there the i mean just talking the action in general there was a lot of that smoother longer take stuff yeah that i've been hyping up since our action episode yes um it that that stuff always makes it seem more impressive because you actually see them like from from clenching the fist to landing the hit yeah it it makes it feel like they're actually doing it yeah and um i i mean i talked about this go check out our app action episode for go check out our app we have an app yeah, we have a, we have an app. There's it's nothing the... on it. It is a white screen. <laughs> uh, no, so in our in our action episode, I I mean I talked up this type of action partly because it it feels real and because it's impressive to watch and I think it puts you in the in the fight a little more uh-huh. a little more completely and so it's even though it is effects heavy and so maybe the technical aspect of it isn't as impressive it serves a purpose within the movie yeah which is always a good thing yep um i don't know i've i think with me there's more specific bad things so it's kind of hard to Mm -hmm. get more specific with good 
specific let's go uh most of the jokes landed oh yes definitely there was a lot of funny stuff jason yep. momoa was pretty much the only one that landed yeah. jokes pretty much everyone else is speaking in stilted i am the king yeah, dialogue exactly. and... <clears throat> um plot was fine it was a pretty generic sort of fantasy sci-fi superhero origin type story they kind of they couldn't really get more intricate because they had to develop the entire history of it yeah they had a like a, a massive amount of stuff going on around the plot yeah so, so there was about there was a solid like probably 45 minute if you cut it all together of just expositional talking oh yeah so that's why like at the very end i was like exposition man yep <laughs> um but uh, anything else for good mm. I'll probably remember some other stuff in a bit, but yep, that's I'll how we save do it. it for spoilers. Uh, so bad. Uh, boy, what I forgot everything that I didn't like about it because um, we just talked about good stuff. This movie was one part superhero origin story, two parts fantasy, one part of that being Game of Thrones, one part being Lord of the Rings, one part sci-fi epic scale uh, adventure type movie, one part randomly Indiana Jones. And then a little dash of horror for flavor. Yep. Plus a random journey to the center of the earth. Yes. Didn't know what it wanted to do. It knew what it wanted to yeah. do, and but it, just... it wanted to do too many things. And yeah. some of those were kind of jarring. Um, I will actually jump back to good and say that the the trench was handled very well. Okay. Like as a horror thing, because that's what it is. It, they're mm-hmm. they're uh, fucking vicious, cannibalistic, deep sea monsters that were completely dormant until Aquaman fucked everything up mm-hmm. and just came up and ate everybody. Okay. Um, that's what they are. There's nothing more than just the fact that they're these terrifying horror monsters. And James Wan has experience with horror, mm-hmm. so obviously he did that well. Yep. And it was kind of terrifying. <laughs> it startled me the first appearance of it. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, hey, trench, yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it worked well when they're up on the boat and they're yeah. the, they're coming at them, and then once they're, they're in the water, it wasn't very good. Once for me. they're in their water, once they're in the water, it just becomes nondescript enemies that are swarming them, and right. it becomes it's more just, of like a chase almost. Yeah, where they did it. Um, I think that the sort of core, <laughs> the the core of this movie is superhero Game of Thrones slash Lord of the Rings style fantasy and sci-fi. And I think that all blended together surprisingly well. Uh-huh. Um, I was really worried we were going to have a Thor 1 type situation. Yeah. Where it just all kind of feels a little weird. Like the mythology plus the sci-fi plus the superhero stuff. It all doesn't really piece together. But it mm-hmm. felt like it worked pretty well. Here. Okay. Uh, it was a lot of exposition. Yeah. Like so much. That yeah. I was actually just kind of getting tired of exposition. And I was like... I feel like some of this stuff isn't needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm a little spoiled with Game of Thrones, where like there were things that people would say that's like, why, why would you say this after 16 years? Why wouldn't you have said this really early on? Yeah. Um, like he should at this point, this character should know these things. Yeah. And like, there's other exchanges that are like, Mara says something to her dad that's just common knowledge mm-hmm. like even something that he doesn't she doesn't even need to remind him of it's just something that you know yeah it's like if i were to just be like the sky is blue and you're like i i know like there's no part of me that forgot that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um 
So there was a lot of like expositional points that I was just like, nah, please stop. Yeah. Uh, there were a few cuts that almost made me seasick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to spin a lot. Oh, he plays with that camera like it's a chew toy. Yeah. And it's mostly fun, but occasionally. Occasionally, I was just like, ah, oh, oof, oof. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um. I didn't feel like the music was as as good as I thought it was going to be based on the trailer. Okay. That, like, epic kind of, like, synth sound that we got from the trailer was nowhere in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was going to be, like, kind of the theme of Aquaman, where it's just, like, this epic theme. Yeah. That just, like... Because you've got themes for characters. Like, Game of Thrones has a million themes for characters. But that's yeah. a melody you can pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Aquaman was just going to be the fact that he is the king of these seven kingdoms. Like, it just seems like it's gonna be just a loud theme of just woo yeah it wasn't yeah that was one disappointment with the music for me um what else they underused black manta yeah i feel like his whole thing was just kind of like that that role could have been played by some no-name character yeah like well i mean like it he he had two plot points mm-hmm. and it was just the plot points were beginning end and yeah. like there was hardly any in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I think there actually is a reason for why they did it, but I'll save it for spoilers. Okay. Um, uh, with this volume of effects, there were going to be a couple that didn't quite work. Yeah. Um, the weirdly, the scene in the aquarium when he's a little kid, uh, that was not great yeah like the the sharks did not look like real sharks they looked like deep blue sea sharks yeah and the like the crack in the aquarium glass that looked like it was just like a sticker that someone put on the screen yeah um uh they never actually really explained his powers right he's Uh, like i can understand them and they can understand me sometimes it's like but I was going to ask it, you about that in the you, ugly. Yeah, that, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit in the yeah. ugly. Um, I think my biggest problem was that the fact that it was just exposition for the first hour. Yeah. And then just really fast-paced, constant fighting. Yeah. Okay. Um, should I get into the ugly, or do you have anything else? I don't have anything else, I think. So, better get into that ugly. Okay. Or, pardon me, I put the comma in the wrong space. Better get into that ugly. Oh, you fucker. Ah. (laughs) So, man, I don't really know how much I can get into without spoiling things. So, like, Black Manta's origin is, like, his origin is in the first five minutes. Yeah. Uh, He was not a pirate in the comics. He was a fisherman. For going as close, uh, finding finding the closest origin in the comics to what they used, Mm -hmm. uh, he and his dad were fishermen. Aquaman was doing shit, and then his dad died in the crossfire. And I talked about this in the Aquaman episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, them being fishermen and his dad being caught in a crossfire makes it a much more believable character for Avenge than they were just already bad guys. I disagree. Really? Yeah. How so? Um. So, I'm going to – I guess we're spoiling the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, the whole point of that is, like, he's a bad guy, but he's mostly going to go his own way. He's not going to, like, hunt down Aquaman. He's just – is going to fight him if he shows up. Yeah. Uh, 
And so having Aquaman sort of leave it, well, definitely leave his dad to die, mm-hmm. that definitely puts the burden more strongly on his shoulders. Like there's a more clear motivation than just, oh, he got caught in the crossfire, so now I'm going to pick Aquaman because he was involved in that fight and mm-hmm. go after him. It seems just like a, a more direct motivation, and it also seems easier for a guy who's already bad to go worse and just go all in on revenge. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Yeah. So it, it worked for me. It made sense for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the Seven Kingdoms, and this is the thing that's mentioned in the in the trailer, so I don't mi- I don't bu- I don't mind with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's the North, the Riverlands, God, King's Landing, Dorn, uh, the Reach, uh, the Vale. Who are we missing? Stormlands. Stormlands. Yeah. Uh, there we go. I thought uh, for some reason I thought the Reach was. The Reach is a uh, Reach is Tyrells. Tyrells. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So there's Zebel, and there's Atlantis. Mm-hmm. So okay. So in the context of this, Atlantis was split into seven kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zebel, Atlantis is kind of its own thing. The Trench. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Fisherman, the Fisherman people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brine. Mm-hmm. And then like two other ones that I guess didn't matter. I couldn't find any other ones. Yeah. So, in the comics, post two thousand eleven, in the New Fifty Two origin, the seven or the Atlantis was split into seven kingdoms once it sunk. Mm-hmm. However, only Zebel and the Trench are mentioned. Okay. Are are established as what they are. Okay. So all of those other ones, you can tell that they don't have names beca- mm-hmm. and anything developed because there's so little about their world okay. because those were all like made purely for the movie okay so my problem is that this took the creator these like this def- this already made the new the other kingdoms mm-hmm. it didn't allow for the comics to naturally bring them in to mm-hmm. the world it like it allowed for a movie that definitely has studio oversight to mention Mm-hmm. Or to bring these, not for the actual comic book writers who are the ones who are going to have to do a lot more with it, right? To let them decide what they want them to be. Do you think it's possible that they got the comic writers' input? Be like, hey, so what are you planning for these other kingdoms? Uh, I did not see the comic writers anywhere in the credits. Okay, I mean Jeff Johns was in the credits. He though. does not actually have. So he's the uh, creative director, mm-hmm. which basically means he oversees the large things like crossovers and stuff, and okay. then a lot of other things. He actually doesn't have any input on writing Aquaman. Oh. That would be down to the whoever's writing Aquaman at the moment. Okay. Um, and unless there's some pretty, like, there's some under-the-table stuff happening with Aquaman where they're about to fire the writers of Aquaman <laughs> and are planning to put someone else in who is involved in this movie, sure. But uh, I feel like if I were the Aquaman writers and I saw this happen, if I was not consulted, which I feel like they would have been consulted about this. Surely. Um, or it would have it been credited if they were consulted about this it, basically if i were an aquaman director from what i saw i would not be happy mm-hmm. because either i didn't get credited for writing what i'm writing mm-hmm. or they did something they created part of my world like if i'm writing stuff right now mm-hmm. preston is writing things right now if someone were to come in and say oh yeah we made a movie that's in your world and we created this to be like no 
no, that's my world. This is where I create things that I want to put in my world. You don't get to do that. Okay. So that's where my problem lies with this is I feel like it takes creative control away from the people who actually write the comics. Hmm. I have no information about that. So it could be totally fine and could be its own situation. But from what I know, I Diffie. think I think philosophically I'd be totally fine if someone came in and said, hey, Matt, we made a movie sort of based in your world, but we did these things. And be like, oh, well, you thought those were good ideas. Let's look at the ideas and see if they're good. Well, yeah, I'm okay. Just so, the, so there's the one thing. That, that, <laughs> or I'm just talking about ugly, basically. Is yeah. that, like they put things that weren't in there. Um, Atlan. Mm, that's a spoiler. Oh man, I really can't get much more into it. Okay. Uh, just the fishermen don't exist. Uh. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm gonna talk more about it in the spoilers. Okay. Should we spoil this? Mm, we should probably rate it first. Oh shit, that's right. I'm very tired, guys. Mm-hmm. It's been a long two days. It's been a finals week and then a long two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I apologize for this. What's your rating? Uh, one trident up, but one of the prongs is bent sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is if someone gave you a coupon for a buy one, get one free meal at like Cheddar's. Okay. Like an all right restaurant, not like a really fancy. And you're just like, all right. Okay. Not bad. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably use it. Okay. So generally a good thing but like you might end up just not using it <laughs> okay so all right let's spoil this let's spoil it oh god spoil the balls off it spoil the the i have nothing else i am always always out of jokes yep. i am so tired i i think i'm almost getting to the point with my delirium that we were last night for the wow yeah that's impressive it's i'm so tired yep Oh, I didn't have any coffee today, but I had some coffee right before, but I only drank half of it, so I only had, like, one espresso shot, which is way less than I usually have. Yep. Uh, so. Anyway. All right. Spoilers. Uh, what's a big spoiler? I want to say that I love that they put Willem Dafoe in the role where it definitely seems like he could end up being the manipulative bad guy pulling the strings and then made him the manipulative good guy pulling the strings in the <laughs> other direction. Yeah. Because <laughs> Willem Dafoe always plays that character. Yeah. And so I love that they sort of threw a spin on that. Yeah. I I kind of wish that they had actually just straight up killed Black Manta with that, like, goddamn brutal drop. Yeah. Like, I was watching that. I was like, good lord. Yeah. They spent a lot of time on him just falling and hitting rocks. Yeah. I kind of wish they'd almost killed him. Just be like Game of Thrones it. We're like, he did his thing. He's dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the good stuff. Okay. Uh, the fights with Black Manta. Like, just him being who he is and having that, te- that Atlantean technology is a yeah. really good way to explain why he can start damaging Aquaman. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot because uh, in the comics he it's stuff he created on his own. So, it's, uh-huh. but in the comics Aquaman's actually not bulletproof entirely. Oh. He's bullet resistant, okay. so he gets shot in the face. He'll like bleed a little bit, like he, like if you get like a needle stuck in your face or something. Okay, like that. So that was something that like he got ting with the blade. I was just like, I actually kind of went mm. <laughs> not entirely correct, but all right. Um, it's a new characterization of the character. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so. I like the way that he got 
his technology from yeah. Atlantis. It it makes sense in plot reasons because yeah, he actually did something to earn it. Oh, I didn't mention this in the fucking non spoil. Oh, uh, this is more of a spoiler, okay. ugly. So I'll talk about that later. Well, sorry, it was a thing that <laughs> dropped popped into my head. Um, there's not much more. Well. Uh- I want to say that I actually like the way that the very final fight wrapped up. Um, How so? What do you mean? Like. That he just comes in and murders everybody? Well, no, no, no. I, I didn't love that whole. I mean, it's just it's in service of a giant CGI. But the like him one on one with Ocean Master. Oh, yes. That, that was a great fight. One thing is a great fight. And I also really like the way it ended where he beats him and he's going to try to force him to kill him. And then their mom shows up, and that, like, throws a whole wrench into that dynamic. Everyone's just like, fucking what? Yeah. I love the, the way they kind of covered that with Volko or Marish. It's like, long story. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah. Man, I love Willem Dafoe's incredulous face. <laughs> uh, I think I have a weird crush on Willem Dafoe. Idris is going to be dope. No one touches Idris. He's still my number one boy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that was a really cool fight and it was a, it, I wish there was more emotional connection between the two of them. There was one line Mm -hmm. that kind of brought them a little close together vaguely, but then he shut it down with like, I didn't realize how much of a dick you'd be. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and that's kind of one of the big dynamics between in the comics between them. Is it like they're brothers and they've known each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's an emotion with them. Yeah. I think that's what the ending was setting in place. Because, like, you see Ocean Master soften once uh, Atlana shows up. Yeah. Like, you can see sort of the, the wheels turning, and he's, like, trying to come to terms with who he now has to become. Yeah. And his relationship with his half-brother and stuff. And it's it's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm glad they're keeping him around. I'm sort of interested to see what they do with him in the future. If they, yeah. If they do with him in the future. Yeah. Um, the, man, there's not really much that's, much else. I'm also really tired, so I can't remember anything that happened. This is true. Uh, what happened right before the, uh, his, uh, I'm not a huge fan. Nah, it's a bad, so I won't talk about it. Damn it. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, most of the good is like the, the big stuff, the, the visuals, the action, the, um acting yeah um let's just be non let's just be like incoherent okay who, who fucking cares since when uh, have we ever been coherent true uh i'm not a huge fan of how he convinced fucking crazy cracking lady that he's I, i'm not a huge yeah. fan of it was just like a, oh you're the chosen one all right yeah i didn't like that scene i didn't want that scene i wanted him to just like walk into the waterfall they hang out for a few minutes there's like a deep rumble and he comes back out in the suit i don't that's, think we needed to see that monster exactly like that uh they did need to kind of ch- ex- like show atlan though um yeah to get a little bit of that but no i definitely agree that i i that's what i thought they were gonna do i he i was, walked in there and i was just like oh cool they're gonna just like not show it and then he's just gonna like walk out yeah uh but nope yep they had to show that full thing. Yeah. Um, Which, come on, James Wan. You're a horror guy. You know, once you show your monster, it loses its impact. Yeah. You're, you've been building up this monster with, like, little throwaway lines all movie. 
Don't blow it on tentacles. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're into that. All right. There's a racist joke in there. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, good Lord. I Should I just get into the ugly? Probably better. Okay. So this is very heavily based on the New 52, the Throne of Atlanta storyline, mm-hmm. which I kind of called early on. Yeah. Um, just based on the fact that it was Ocean Master, and he's like, we're going to fight this surface world. And mm-hmm. Aquaman's like, oh, shit, I'm all reluctant. Quick detour into Ocean Master's costume was awesome. Oh, yes. The final armor. That was fucking beautiful and the fact that it actually kind of like it was fluent yeah fluid until he put it on his head i like that um i like when they use like for stuff like atlantis and kryptonian they can kind of create different materials that do that have different characteristics other than just our standard steel Mm -hmm. um but so the general premise of uh um uh fucking the throne of atlantis Aquaman's all disenfranchised about being, like, rejected because he's a half-breed, and then he's also just the butt of the joke on the surface world, and then uh, Mara, he and Mara are married. Oh, okay. in, in, Like, right off the bat in New 52. Um, so they both went to back to Amnesty Island, or Amnesty Bay, which I appreciated that they kept that true. Mm-hmm. Kept it Amnesty Bay, um, where uh, after a while you find out that Ocean Master is wanting to take over the surface world because he thinks that they're garbage. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, causes a, sh- a uh, battleship to or a submarine to fire missiles into Atlantis. So it makes okay. it look like the surface world attack first, which is very similar to what they did. They had yeah. that submarine attack their thing. So, mm-hmm. like, he knew, but these devils didn't. Right. So from their perspective, where they can like vouch for him, it looks like the surface world attack first. Yep. Um, that kind of came back more with his Black Manta stuff, where he was kind of just doing stuff on the side to make it make the surface world the bad ones. Yeah. Um, because that was probably part of his plan with Black Manta is that Black Manta would be the one to kill Aquaman. Right. So he'd be like, "Oh no, look, another surface world dweller did another bad thing." Yep. Um, just to piss off like devil against the surface more right uh which flaw in his plan i'm sure someone would have noticed that it was probably crypto or kryptonian uh atlantean technology that did it mm-hmm. so something would have that probably could have been like the point where yeah people turn on him um but so where am i going with this uh the okay atlantis split into the seven kingdoms that's true uh atlan was originally before the new 52 the father of arthur mm-hmm. his name was Orin, mm-hmm. uh and he was the king of atlantis or no it, fuck guys i'm so tired i'm mixing up origins pre-new 52 atlan was a wizard okay. an Atlant- atlantean wizard married to atlana had Orin, who was aquaman mm-hmm. um but then new 52 Atlan was the first king of Atlantis who fought Orin, who was Aquaman, Arthur Curry's ancestor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did create the six Atlantean artifacts, the trident of which was one. Okay. Um, so that is something that was actually very accurate to the New 52, which is why I say that they took heavily from the New 52. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that Aquaman had a pendant 
first, then a trident. They never called it a pendant in the movie. They call it a trident. Pendant? A pendant? Hmm. Or pent? Pentadant? Pentadant? I think it's a pendant. It's a. I don't, I don't know what you're talking five, about. It's five pronged oh. fork. I thought you were talking about like a pendant. No, like a no, no, necklace. no. Uh, a five I was very confused. I'm pretty okay. sure it's called a pendant. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they never they called it a trident, which just in itself doesn't make sense. Right. But uh, they I guess I get the ugly part of it is that they disregard all the other artifacts. Mm-hmm. Um, and just make it Orin. Uh. In comics that I haven't read yet, Atlan actually comes back as the Dead King. Okay. Uh, and gets all the Atlanteans to fight against Aquaman because he was the original king. So they're all like, oh, hey, you're the actual king. Yeah. Uh, especially Zebel. Okay. Um, Lord fucking what's his name from Zebel, Mara's dad. Nereus. Nereus, yes. See, I knew that like forever ago. Mm-hmm. But I've completely forgotten since then. Yeah. <laughs> um... What else is ugly? Uh, I remembered a bad in the meantime. We'll go for it. I didn't like the training montage very much. It felt very much like there's no tension. Just immediately, young Aquaman knows exactly how to do all these things. Oh, yeah. Um, so it never felt like there was much stakes to that. It's yeah. just, he is a superhero, and it's, that wasn't interesting. Yeah, and they never, like, there's nothing to... I don't like when heroes just automatically know a thing like that this is actually kind of a trope oh we all should mention mention that too mm-hmm. um when heroes are training with someone and they're like here's this thing you can do but i'll show you later or like you can do it when you're ready mm-hmm. and then suddenly they can do it right when they need to yeah i hate that yeah the water spinny thing was yeah and then he like he seemed to be doing it without hands i yeah. can kind of see his hands touching it a little bit mm-hmm. like you do in like to spin flags you just do one hand to keep right. it going. Um, but I just didn't like that. Uh, another bad. Four times they did the trope of things have settled a little bit. And then sudden explosion from off screen and fight. Yep. They did it four times. <laughs> they, after the, sec- or the second time they did it, I was like, oh, God, they've already overused this. Yep. Um, I saw it coming the third time. Which one was the third time? I believe that was the uh, fight in Sicily. Ah, yes. Yeah. That one was pretty. And I was just like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, also, that didn't make sense. What? Put it in the hand of the, like, thing. <laughs> How did someone thousands of years ago know that that exact stone would be broken in that exact way, where that hand would still be there and that the skull was, like, the back of it was broken so that there's an eye hole? makes no sense maybe it was a prophecy for the future about how that particular stone would happen to get broken in such and such a way prophecies don't exist in this universe yet okay well no they kind of do apocalyptic and prophecies exist about like the mothers and the unity and stuff like that mother box anyway yeah the whole indiana jones subplot was not particularly great for me yeah it it's hero's journey but wrong right um i did like the you could have just peed on it joke that there was a lot of things that were in the trailers and like clips that were released that i felt like wasn't it shouldn't have been released because Mm -hmm. it lost all of its impact yeah like the if this is the 
true king of Atlantis, we're doomed. I like that line mm-hmm. the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of amusing the second time, but then when I watched the movie, I was like, I've seen this. Right. And it was like that for a lot of things. Yeah. Like, all the jokes that weren't in the trailers were just ones where he just says, like, shit. Right. Or he says a curse word out of nowhere. Right. Kind of thing. Um... Also, can you imagine how much everyone would have cheered if they hadn't shown him coming out in the gold suit, golden green suit in the trailers? He actually does that in the movie for the first time. We don't know that's coming. That would be fantastic. That would have been great. No one applauded at the end of this. One person did one clap. Yeah, I I think the problem with that, I think the reason did it was because they didn't do the name of the movie at the end. Right. Because that's usually the indicator that's the end and people can clap. Right. Uh, or a very heavy intro to the credits. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it was kind of like a soft, and we were like, wait, it's not done yet? And then the credits started, and we are like, all right, so we missed our window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soft segue into Game of Thrones ripoff credits. Hmm? With, like, Game of Thrones ripoff credits with the little miniatures and stuff. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really don't have anything else that I can think of right now to mention, but I probably talk if on things if you have things to talk about. Um, oh yeah, so I was I was wondering about Aquaman's powers, like the whole oh, talking yes. to fish deal. What's uh, the deal with that? So we talked about it in the Aquaman episode mm-hmm. that is coming out tomorrow today. Yeah, whoever edits this and gets it out whenever we do. Mm-hmm. Um, he. It's always really ambiguous. Uh, if they're going with the New 52, it's pretty inaccurate because, like, Aquaman doesn't really talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can push them to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost make an inst- – and, it's like, the animals do have an instinct- instinctual uh, inclination to protect protect him, mm-hmm. which the shark obviously did. Yeah. Um. So, like, and the calming stuff is something he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – Talking to the whale was something that I feel was out of character for, or out of out of the scope of his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, he didn't really do any talking to fish. Yeah, just he the big did the monster Wong, thing. He kind of did the Wong Wong thing where, mm-hmm. like, that is pretty much what it is. He just makes a command and they all have that push to do it. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's that. Okay. Anything else you want to ask about Aquaman? Mm-hmm. So who's this Aquaman fellow anyway? You should listen to our episode, and I'll tell you. I probably should. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so tired. Okay. I apologize greatly to the audience, who are wide millions of people that listen to this, for how bad this episode was. Yep. I'm so tired. I think I said everything I wanted to say. Yeah. So that's usually a plus. I'm definitely going to remember a half dozen things in the car on the way home. Oh, absolutely. That's I'll be asleep, so you can just talk to my asleep body. Okay. Uh, shallst we? We shallst. Wait, you're supposed to do the end. Oh yeah, it's a review. Do you have to start doing the shallst we? Yeah, I think I do in reviews. Oh god. Can I can I try it? Go for it. Shallst we? Sure. Oh shit. I mean, we shallst. Whoa, that felt weird saying that. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to this god awful sleep deprived episode or review. Um, if you had thoughts about the Aquaman's, uh, you can tell us. With a lot of words in Gmail at gmail dot, gmail dot com. Oh, fuck, no. At gmail.com. At, at, sure, fuck. <laughs> uh, at gmail.com. You can tell us on a post on our Facebook page. 
that Justice Losers or Quality Intern Justice Losers. Justice yes, Losers. Losers. Yeah. Uh, you can comment on one of our pictures or send us a direct message. Slide in our DMs on Instagram. That's where that comes from. Okay. What? I knew that that was a thing. Slide into your DMs, but I didn't know. Oh, it's definitely a sex thing. Yeah. Well, it's that and Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting internet cultured. Yay! At uh, Justice Losers Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so you can also tweet at us, follow us on Instagram or on mm-hmm. Twitter. If you ever, if you follow us on Twitter or you just do any interaction with me, I will tweet. <laughs> what else is there? We're on YouTube. Don't listen to any of the episode or like actual podcast episodes yep. that are on there, but we will have videos out there. I have been requested by someone to do a uh, drunk master versus sober office with them. Okay. It's, it's Nick. So we'll get to that sometime. Right. Um. Don't forget to like. We're on. We're on SoundCloud, Podbean, iTunes, anywhere else you can find you uh, find podcasts. If it's not on the podcast app that you like, let me know, and I'll do the RSS feed bullshit and get it on there. If you guess right, you can find us repeating it on street corners. Huh? If you guess the right street corner, you can find us standing on that street corner preaching our words to oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the unwashed masses. Uh, I think that's all we say. Probably. I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye? Bye.